Good morning. My name is Arturo, and this is the Morning Meditation Podcast. Today's meditation is called The Conversion of Stephen, and it's a story about the movie Nacho Libre. Now, this movie was made in 2006, and it's a really good movie, and it's based on a story about a monk from Mexico who lived in a monastery and would wrestle at night to raise money for the orphanage. Um, and in Mexico, that kind of wrestling is called Lucha Libre. So that's where the name comes from, Nacho Libre. It's a play on those words. It's a great movie. It was filmed in Oaxaca, Mexico. And it's played, uh, the main character is played by Jack Black. Now we see in life, in a lot of places, main characters. We see people who are out front. They're the hero. They're the focus of a story. But we also see supporting cast. We see that in movies, but we see in our life there are people who are not what you would consider a headliner, but they're important. There's people whose story influences us. Now, some people say that in your own life, you're the main character and the other people are the supporting cast. And if you really don't accomplish anything, it might be that you are the supporting cast for somebody else's story. So you can choose whether you're the hero or the supporting cast. And for some people, they're just not meant to be the hero. They're not going to be the ones out front. They're not going to be the number one. But that doesn't mean that their story is not important. So in this movie, what I see as the big story is the conversion of Steven. You see, Steven is Nacho's tag team partner in wrestling. So... Nacho has this infatuation with luchadores when he sees a wrestler who gets all kinds of attention from ladies. He sees that he has money, he sees that he has fame, and he sees that he gets the women. And so he's dreaming about that kind of a lifestyle. He wants the glory, he wants the money, he wants to be where the action is. And that's okay, even for a religious person. This movie takes on a lot of different things. But even though he has this interest and this desire, I don't think he has the gall to get out there and to wrestle, to get in the ring on his own, because he knows that to do that, he would have to start living a double life. And at first, his intentions are not pure, which is how it happens for a lot of people. But the thing that gives him the courage to take a chance is when he meets up with Stephen and it's a chance meeting and it's really funny because Steven is this really haggard looking dude, really skinny kid who uh, ends up stealing food that belongs to the orphans. So from the very beginning, he doesn't have a really good relationship with the people that Nacho loves, which is the orphans. <laughs> the reason he meets him is because he's stealing from the food that belongs to the orphans. But when they do meet, they have this encounter where they end up fighting. And Nacho's impressed with Steven's moves because he's a skinny guy. He's really wiry, but his strength and his ability to move impresses him. And so Nacho takes a chance and he says, hey, you know, come on, man. Why don't you join me? Let's do this thing. I found out that we can tag team wrestle. And so Steven's not interested. So from the very beginning, he wasn't interested in the orphans. He wasn't interested in the wrestling. He wasn't interested in Nacho. But the money is what caught his attention. 
So they go on this adventure and they they start to wrestle and they lose, of course, because they're really not good at it. They don't have the experience. But throughout the movie, we see that Stephen has this negative attitude towards God, towards godly things and godly people. And I'll just talk about what comes up in the movie. One of the things is uh, he's not been baptized. That's a big issue for Nacho. But he says, you know, why do you, Stephen says, why do you have to be judging me all the time? You know, I only believe in science. And so he doesn't, he specifically says he doesn't believe in anything that, you know, what science is, is things you can see and things you can prove. If you can't see it, if you can't prove it, I don't believe it. So when, it, when he says, I, do, I only believe in science, I think that's what he's talking about. He doesn't believe in spiritual things. He doesn't believe in prayer. He doesn't believe in a spiritual God because you can't see him and you can't prove him. And that's the thing about God is that he is spirit. So you're not going to encounter him the way you would encounter another human being. Most people never get to be in the presence of God like that. When it does happen, it's a miracle. You know, it was written in the Bible that, you know, certain people are like, oh, I've seen God. And of course, they freak out because that's kind of a freak out moment. But for most of us, we're not going to scientifically prove that God exists. It's going to have to be a walk of faith. So Stephen didn't want that. He didn't want the baptism. He didn't want the faith. He didn't want the prayer. He didn't want God. The only thing he wanted was the money. And he was able to get it by partnering up with this godly man. He wasn't much of a godly man anyway. He was, uh, Nacho was kind of a loser. Not in a big way, but in many ways he was mediocre. He wasn't living up to his potential. And because of his dream and his ability to partner up with Stephen, he worked towards that. And together they, they went on this adventure. So the first thing that Stephen rejected was the baptism and the faith and the spiritual side. Another thing that he said, you know, when when Nacho told him we need to pray to the Lord for strength, he said, you know, no, like, why would we do that? He has this this really negative attitude about it. And when they need help, Nacho wants to go to the Lord for help. And Stephen says, no, we can go to a water gypsy and get magic eagle eggs because they'll give us special powers. And so he's pursuing things that are possibly considered like the occult. They're, uh, they're not really scientific, I guess you could say, but he's going outside of a walk of faith. He's going to worldly things and they're kind of spiritual, but they just don't have to do with the Bible and God. So that's another thing that he does is he rejects the, the ways of approaching God and he looks for other means. Uh, at one point when Nacho confesses his love for Encarnacion, who is a nun in the monastery who has come in, that's part of the plot line. Stevens, you know, he's kind of disgusted with the idea. You know, have you ever had feelings for a nun? No, like, whoa, what is that? So he's really rejecting it. So he's rejected all of these different things and all of these different ways of living. As the movie goes on, they're they're looking for more opportunities in lucha libre. They want to be promoted. They want to be increased. They want to do better. So Nacho gets to this big fight, and it's a it's an all-out brawl between 
the greatest fighters, right? And this is getting towards the climax of the movie. And just before that, I don't want to miss this. Uh, Steven and Nacho get into a confrontation and Steven tells him, you know, I'm sick about hearing about your stupid orphans. And Nacho is incensed and he says, you know, what, what did you say? And eventually he just gets to the point where he shouts out, I hate all the orphans in the whole world. And so Stephen has completely rejected the things that, that Nacho cares about and the people that Nacho cares about. And so that's a pivotal moment where there's there's a real blow up between them. But when they do go to this, this all out brawl and Nacho actually gets number two in the ring, he wins second place. So he doesn't get to go to the big show. He doesn't get to go to the big fight with Ramses, who is the nemesis in the movie. He's the big guy. He's the real professional wrestler. Uh, the luchador who uses a mask, uh, and which is part of their lucha libre. And then you get to the moment. The moment where Steven gets converted. It's when the guy who won the 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 preliminary match is El Silencio and so he has food and he's eating and everything and one of the orphans comes up to him begging and he tries to grab a, a sandwich out of his hands but El Silencio kind of smacks him away and Steven sees this and he gets incensed and he gets angry there's this righteous indignation that rises up in him and he he has this little bike that they've been using and he runs over El Silencio's foot and he really damages him he you know he has problems with his feet so he neutralizes him to where he can't wrestle and now it's Nacho's turn that was the key that the whole thing hinged on the only reason that Nacho was able to go was because of the conversion of Steven so Steven goes back to Nacho and he's been exiled sort of and when he finds him, he, you know, Stephen tells him, you know, you've got to do this. You've got to go. And Nacho's kind of like asking, like, well, why would I do that? But Stephen tells him, the orphans, they need you. And what does Nacho say? Well, I thought you hated all the orphans in the whole world. Not anymore. I like them now. And so his conversion is complete because he accepts the people that Nacho's been fighting for. He learns to appreciate and to love them and to care about them and to see their plight. You know, he, he sees that the powerful take advantage of the poor and the strong take advantage of the small and the weak. And he doesn't like that. And so he takes action. And now he's going to Nacho and giving him the opportunity to, to come back and to do something about it. He's like, you've got this opportunity and you've got to do it. I see this potential in you. I know that God is with you. And when they go to the big show, when Nacho gets to the, the big fight with Ramses, where he can actually become a professional, Stephen tells Nacho, let's pray to the Lord for strength. And so you see a complete conversion of this young man. And the whole entire story hinges on him. If it wasn't for him, Nacho wouldn't have become a luchador. If it wasn't for him, he would have not taking up these other ways, uh, speaking of the eagle eggs and the magical powers and all of that, he, Nacho himself would not have sought those things out. So Stephen helped him go to the wrong place to find out how empty it really is 
and to kind of solidify Nacho's faith and help him move forward and really rely on God. You know, when he found the things of the world are empty, then he went and really focused on God and trusted in him. When Stephen was converted, everything changed. And so, of course, the movie goes on and, and we see some surprising things. The surprising thing is that, that Stephen was converted. But another surprising thing is Incarnacion. And I was listening to another podcast about this movie and they were saying that Incarnacion is not even necessary in the movie. But I think she is. I think her role was pivotal because she confronted Nacho about his his infatuation with wrestling and told him about the pride and the and the egotism and, and the fact that that's not a godly thing but he also she also clued him in on the fact that fighting can be righteous if you're fighting for a good cause and even though she rejected the idea of fighting and wrestling and and hated the fact that the children were so infatuated with it uh in the end, she saw what was happening. She understood what Nacho was doing. And she came and supported him. And she's the one that brought the orphans to the final wrestling match. And you see that that affected Nacho in his spirit. And so he was encouraged and he was built up. And he got his second wind in the middle of the match when he was really losing it. He saw that support. He received it in his spirit. And I think for anyone who is a performer anyone who is the headliner and up on stage, you know, of course you get tired. Of course you get uh, frustrated. Of course you, uh, you lose heart, but it's the support from the fans. Every star says that. I've never been on stage. I'm not that guy. But you hear people say that. They say, you know, oh, I just, I'm just energized by my fans. You know, if it wasn't for them, I would never be able to do this. And so, Having that kind of support from people you love, especially being the underdog, I think that is a pivotal role. I think that he received something from that. And I think Nacho Libre is a great story because it's based on a true story of a monk in a monastery who was a wrestler at, by night, a, a luchador. He had this righteous love for the poor and the destitute who he worked with and he had this strength in him. I don't know if he ever won a big match, but I know he continued for years. He went over 20 years in his wrestling career. The true story of this man in Mexico. And so the story's great. The movie's great. The cinematography is really good. The music is interesting. The characters are authentic, uh, except for Nacho. I mean, he doesn't really fit in. He, he looks a little off in this movie, but his heart, I think, was right for the role. I think he did a great job. I think Jack Black really captured it. And I think uh, the guy who played Esqueleto, Steven, his name is Hector. I think he did a really, really good job too. I really love the fact that this story hinges on the conversion of Steven. Because really great things do happen in life like that. You don't have to be the headliner to make a difference. You don't have to be the biggest and the best and the baddest. You just have to have something inside of you that's good. You just have to love something deeply. You have to realize that we're not alone in this world and that your partnerships and your friendships with people might actually help them do something bigger than you could ever do. That's the story of Nacho Libre. 
I think it hinges on something wonderful. I think it goes to a really good place. I like the good ending. You know, the fact that the orphans received this great uh, change in their life where they were blessed by this love that Nacho had for wrestling, which was driven by his love for the orphans. Uh, for me, I identified with Nacho because he's a religious man and he's torn and he kind of leads a double life and I don't I don't know how to be 100% pure, how not to be double-minded, how not to let the things of the world affect me. But I do have a great love for God and the things of God and the people of God. And if I could be Nacho, that would be great. But heck, if I could be Stephen, if my life could just encourage somebody to go and do something great, maybe somebody who listens to me, then I think my story would be a success. I don't think I have to be out front, but I do think that I've got to do something. And so I pray that the things that I do help people and maybe help people have a new appreciation for something. I hope you gain a, a new appreciation for the movie Nacho Libre. I hope you watch it. And uh, I hope you get something out of it and maybe see yourself in the characters because that's one of the things I love about movies. This is the Morning Meditation Podcast. Thank you for listening.